Welcome back to The Athletic Approach. This week, we're going to be talking about resiliency, dealing with adversity, and kind of everything in that realm, both on a personal, like, athlete level, as well as within the entire team culture, how coaches can help with this process, how you can handle these tough times that are, you know, inevitable in sports. Um, resiliency is one of those things that no matter what sport we're playing, no matter what we're talking about, even outside of sports in life, adversity and rough times are, are bound to happen. You can do everything right in preparation. You can put everything in place to make sure you and your team are ready to go. But so, like we've talked in the past, so much of sports is outside of our control. So taking this ne next step of trying to be as resilient as possible and handle these bad times is a massive tool to have in your tool belt to be prepared for anything that's thrown at you. A hundred percent. And resiliency can mean so much to different people. And it's how you react to these responses. And sort of as you go through life, you realize that you've faced a lot of adversity and you probably don't even realize like it can be so small, but it could also be the big things in life. Um, I mean, literally a small example could be if like you've caught if your car's broken down, like what have you done in that situation? If you've missed a bus, um, if you just got a bad grade, like anything like that, it's how you react. And it's the same in sport. If you've got an injury, how do you react to that? What's your rehab process looking like? Is it frustration or is it a bit more motivating? Is it hopeful? How How is that looking? Um, and it is, it's a process that everyone goes through. And with that, you, as you said, like you build a toolbox and you build these experiences and you figure out the ways that you can cope and what your coping strategies are, whether that's sort of from a, like an emotional point of view or from a problem focused point of view. So are you doing something practical to solve it? Or is it more that if it's out of your control, is it from an emotional point of view? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that we're not born as humans with this ability to be resilient. There is to, you know, an evolutionary standpoint, there's a little bit there, you know, babies, their response is to cry when they need something. And then the problem gets solved. They simmer down and things move on. And like you were saying, as we go through life, both in and out of sports, we have these experiences. Some people's are, are massive. The the great like sport, you know, example of resiliency is Michael Jordan being cut from his high school basketball team. It's the one everybody loves to throw out because it's it's so true. You know, as a mm -hmm. 15, 16 year old, he doesn't make the team and then goes on to become Michael Jordan. So mm -hmm. obviously he found a way to handle that probably one of the darker moments he had in his life right then channel it in a positive way, put his nose down and just go to work and get what he wanted. Mm. So he was able to find those ways through on his individual level. Now, if something like that happened to me, I might handle it different. And so might the person next to me and the person next to them. Everybody handles these moments differently, whether you're kind of like a, a fight type of person, you're going to, like you said, use it as motivation and really lock in and go after it. Or you need to take some time and take a step away and breathe for a little bit because in those moments that's when our emotions really start to boil up and that takes away some of our critical thinking ability 
and we start to make those just instant knee-jerk reactions, which we know aren't always the best. So mm -hmm. if that's your style and you need to take a step back, breathe a little bit and kind of reformulate a new plan, cool, then go after it. There's tons of different like methods to handle adversity and to build your own sense of resiliency. And there's no right or wrong way. Mm. The, the kicker is just figuring out your process to it and learning how you respond when something doesn't go well and then figuring out your best way through it, which like course of action you need to take to make sure you make positive steps after this adverse moment. Yeah. And it's it, like, yeah. And it comes down to those coping strategies that you feel are effective for you because there are people that will kind of go down a different path. Maybe they don't understand how to deal with emotions, especially when it's the first time that they're dealing with something. Because if you've, because there's kind of this, if you kind of sh sort of sugarcoated into kind of everything is perfect um, and you've not being challenged in any way and sort of got a silver spoon in your mouth kind of thing then it's it's harder to deal with those harder moments because you don't know how to deal with it in the past and sometimes feedback is one way to deal with that and it's how do you take to criticism for an example and that could be an adverse moment you know something like that where your coach is telling you like you've done a bad job today sometimes you know reactions like that you can feel really bad about yourself after the game already and like your coach is already telling you all of this and then but then how do you then take that criticism on because some people love that some people want to be told okay what can I do better next and again it goes back to how you cope and how you deal with those moments but I do think if you're in a sort of in a context or in an environment that's both highly supportive and highly challenging which we've actually touched upon in the last few episodes that helps you to build this resiliency because you know that you can put yourself in a challenging situation but you know you've got the support around you to be able to do that and if you don't have that support then sometimes the challenge can be too hard to cope with by yourself because you know a problem shared is a problem halved so, you know, and it is, it is literally, it's literally that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's such a good point where like those things, those things spread where if one person on a team isn't handling the adversity well, and there's not those things in place, the environment, the culture in place where everybody is on the same page, where we're going to figure out how to get past this and constantly look for solutions, look for the next step, then things start to fall apart. So as we're, we're talking about, you know, building your sense of resiliency on a personal level, the same process happens within a team, within an organization where everybody needs to kind of build their own that collectively builds that team feeling of adversity or that program feeling of it. And I think a lot of that, like we've talked in the past with a lot of these skills, it all starts with the top down mm. from, from coaches, from leaders, from administrators. And it's no different here. If, if we're, we're playing a game and, you know, I'm a player and the coach is on the sideline and there's a really, really bad call. And in, initially, me and my teammates around me may not know how to respond. So what's our first, you know, course of action? We're going to look to our coach. 
and see how how they handle it. We look over, our coach is just blowing up, going crazy, jumping on the official, blaming everything on the official, and obviously not handling it super well. We're going to do the exact same thing. Whatever they model, we're going to follow in those footsteps because that's our leader. Mm-hmm. So, so if the coach is setting that example of not handling adversity well and not using these coping strategies we're talking about and looking for the next step or taking a step back, then we're lost as the players and we don't know what to do next. So we just follow whatever they're doing. So if we flip it instead and make sure that our coaches are working on their own, you know, adverse reactions and making sure that they have the the plans in place to handle negative situations, that starts to spread just like the negativity would. And instead the athletes will model this idea of, okay, bad call, who cares? What's next? How can we, how can we work around this? How can we get past this moment? Yeah. And going back to kind of what we were saying about controllables and uncontrollables that, yeah, things don't go to plan. Things won't always go to plan in the future, but it's taking responsibility of what you're going to do next rather than like blaming everyone around you. And like, yeah, it's not your fault, but it doesn't mean that you don't have the responsibility as well to pick kind of the right way to deal with what you're going through because it's easy to it is it's easier to give up than to not and that's something that makes sort of elite athletes so different when they can pick themselves back up they can still they can keep going and it is that fuel in them because something's gone wrong they want to work 10 times harder or be better than the person next to them um and I found that a lot with sort of the dissertation that I did during my undergrad looking into professional dancers and a lot of the times that they wouldn't get an audition or they would yeah they wouldn't get the job or they don't get paid for their work and it opens their eyes to a different perspective on the industry and it builds almost their knowledge of what to expect or kind of what to be aware of before making certain decisions because they've experienced like the bad side of it but they wouldn't have been aware of that if they hadn't already experienced it and it's it's life experience at the end of the day and again it goes for what goes on outside of out completely outside of sport like it's all these experiences that come together because it is that context again that things that are going on in your personal life can affect your performance and vice versa so sometimes it's just picking yourself back up and because it is it is harder to do that than to give yeah yeah it's it's so much easier to just throw in the towel that's why this resilience one is so important to us and like we want to talk about it because that that situation arises so often where you hit a roadblock and it's kind of that fork in the road of, hey, this is whatever the case may be, you know, uh, a bad a coach you're not getting along with or you've got personal life stuff going on and you really hit this like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. And it's either I find a way around this roadblock and I work through it and get to the other side, knowing that that process is difficult and it's going to take a lot of hard work, but like mentally, physically, emotionally, it's not an easy journey or you just quit. Yeah, you just you just call it cool, we're done. It saves all of this, you know, extra hard work you have to do. It saves all the stress that you're going through. 
but at the cost of giving up on your sport or whatever it is. So that's where you kind of have to weigh those options and make that tough decision. And so that's where having a strong sense of resiliency and having these life experiences where we learn to deal with adversity help us make the best decision in those tough moments. Because without any adversity throughout, you know, whatever course of our life, like you were saying earlier, if you've never had those tough moments where you've had to make a tough decision, the first time you run into a real choice to make, you're not going to know what to do. You're just kind of stuck because you don't know how to weigh the pros and cons. You don't know how to figure out a game plan to get through a tough time. It's just like, you're just clueless when you get to that moment. If you haven't had this like group of experiences in your past. Mm, Definitely. And I think elements of motivation and passion play a role into this as well, because it's how much do you love the sport to be able to carry on despite knowing maybe what you're going to go into or despite knowing that you you will get injured at some point in the down the line that you will eventually going to have to retire um and how motivated you are again from like the last episode like all these things come into play so it's not just like one single construct that we talk about within sports psychology there's so many things that come into it and it will play a part in those difficult circumstances because that shows a lot about you as a person. And I think that's the best way to learn about you and even like the support systems around you, like who, who are there, who is there for like the bad moments because some people might not be. And having that support in place where you can have a parent or a coach say, yeah, this, this was a bad game but look at this, or this is how you can then move forward as opposed to just having someone just put you down constantly. So your support systems are so important when trying to be resilient in sort of this situation. And that goes for teammates as well. So again, like as you were saying that if one person doesn't have this, like isn't sort of buying into the culture of the team and they're the only person that, isn't isn't willing to take accountability and isn't willing to accept what's gone wrong then there isn't like there isn't a balance and then you know one it only takes one bad mood to spread yeah so then the whole team resilience yeah isn't there because you're not working <laughs> it's in as jeopardy, a team. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it teams like we look at teams at any level and they're these like pillars of problem solving and teamwork and camaraderie and this, that, and the other. But really with things like this, they're very fragile. No matter what skill we're talking about, in this case, resiliency, it only takes like one person or one small group of people that aren't quite a hundred percent bought in and everything starts to crumble, especially with these like foundational things like motivation, resiliency, confidence, these relationships, if these things aren't like locked in within a team and everybody's believing in them, everybody's on the same page, chasing the same goal, one bad moment, like one loss that you weren't supposed to have, or one bad game can just ruin an entire thing that you have built. And it's just like one piece at a time, one person not quite bought in. They're talking to the person next to them and they're kind of like, ah, you know, I don't, 
I don't really like this. You know, I want to do my own thing. I don't like this, that, whatever's going on. That person kind of hops on their train and then the next person, and it starts to build that a snowball that we really don't want. And over time it builds momentum and gets bigger and bigger until mm. that moment happens where it just fractures. And then you're kind of back to square one and you've got to do a lot of damage control from a coaching perspective and rebuild all these foundational skills that we've talked about. So if we can, instead of preparing for those like catastrophic situations, instead start building these things from day one and building this team culture of resiliency, hard work, problem solving, then you, you don't have to worry nearly as much about these almost inevitable moments of the team kind of crumbling. Yeah. And it's not to say that it's always bad as well, because after you go through something that is terrible or horrible, whatever, um, after it's, you sort of have a greater appreciation for the good times. And some, I read in a paper, I can't remember which paper it was. And it was that I think it was an Olympic athlete who had said that, they were more they were more proud of the win that they had that was harder to get rather than like the big flashy gold medal because right. it's how much it took to get there because right. they know the process they know the hard work that it took to get to that point because it was harder to get there and they know that they deserve it as well so it almost makes those moments of success so much better and just yeah. so much kind of yeah appreciative and like and you don't realize as well when you then look back and think okay I went through a lot and I still managed to to achieve that I mean a really yeah. sort of a really basic basic example was when I was in school and I remember in my English GCSE I got a C in my coursework and my teacher was just not happy not happy with that she made me redo all my coursework um so it was an A I was like okay Sam that's fine got an A and then in the exam I end I was pretty confident I was better at the exam than the coursework I ended up getting a D in the coursework but overall that meant that I got a C so I still passed but if I didn't redo that coursework I would have, I would, I just would have failed my, my English GCSE. And it's like, it's just those moments where you think, oh my God, like, I, cause I was, I hated this teacher as well. But now looking back, it was like, actually, she had my back. Yeah. And like, even though I didn't want to stay after school and redo this every Monday night, I still did. And it, and it paid off. Yeah. Yeah. That encompassed so many of the things that we just talked about where you had that support there. You had a support system in that teacher to help you find your way through this adversity. In the moment, you didn't know what to do necessarily. Is it yes. throw in the towel? Is it try to just forget about it? Is it to work through it? And you had someone there that was like, hey, this is what we're gonna do. Let's get after it, let's get it figured out and we'll get through on the other side. And then you got to look back and see, oh my gosh, this was incredible. Like I, yeah. I worked for this. It may not be the prettiest grade I've ever gotten, but mm -hmm. I got it done. Yeah. And exactly what you're saying. You get to look back after going through these tough times and everything's just a little bit sweeter when it wasn't a smooth <sighs> ride to the top. Yeah. So it's uh, resiliency is one of those things that you want to just like flow through your whole team. 
it's not you know the easiest thing to get there but if you put things in place and our coaches and administrators and the people up top are modeling this idea of resiliency and working through things and finding ways around obstacles it starts to permeate through the athletes from the top to the bottom and eventually you've got everybody on this same page working together finding ways around problems and then getting to the other side and getting to look back at how great the journey was so resiliency is kind of the foundation of all of that if we can start building it from the ground up.